So today we're talking with Julie Harris. She is a tax expert. And the whole purpose of this podcast is we wanted to talk through some of the potential changes that are coming up in the tax world. So you may have seen some headlines about certain things going up or certain things going away. Uh, I'll go ahead and say this very quickly. Nothing has been set in stone yet, but we just want to discuss some of the potentials uh, that could be happening over the next year or two. Yeah, we find this to be just a super educational, big picture perspective, kind of gets our minds working in the what ifs zone. Uh, but again, as Mer said, it was not, it, these things have not occurred yet. These are all what if scenarios. If you've not had a chance, please go visit our website, pomwealth.net. Um, I encourage people to go to the blog page because there's tons of articles there on different topics about getting ready for and living through retirement. And also, it's very easy there for you to get more information or even to be able to ask us a question. Every page has a little button at the top that you can click on. It says uh, a 15-minute complimentary phone conversation. Our calendar pops up, and you can get uh, a conversation, answer any questions you've got, or at least make sure we start a conversation. But before we get into this episode, we have a quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to our Monday podcast. Uh, we, every Monday, our goal is to bring somebody to you that can add value and that is an expert in a field that we think can help you as you are trying to plan your lives, get ready for and live through retirement. And I think we've done it again today. We've brought somebody that we think can add a lot of value. Uh, to, and her name is Julie Harris. And we're going to talk about all these different uh, things that we might need to know about when it comes to taxes or being able to deal with our money in that kind of area. So let me just say this first. Thank you so much, Julie, for coming on and talking with us and, and to all of our listeners. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, Julie, um, for anyone listening, I got to know Julie a little bit. She actually had me on her podcast uh, talking about retirement planning and everything like that. And Julie owns an accounting firm and they work in a lot of different facets uh, virtually all over uh, the country, and they they mainly specialize working uh, with physician uh, physicians and and different practices uh, and um, in that aspect. So she's got a lot of knowledge around taxes. And one of the biggest things that we have uh, has been in the headlines ever since uh, the change in the administration is well, there's some tax changes that are potentially coming our way, and everyone's getting a little nervous about it. Uh, one because it's a little bit unknown right now, and the other is it's, there's a potential. Of, of taxes going up or maybe losing some of the benefits that we've gotten so used to. And so I thought, you know, it'd be nice to have a good conversation with Julie, just so we can start understanding some of the major things that are happening or proposed to happen. And I think the first thing that we should do is just start off and say, you know, 
let's remind everyone of what the basics are when it comes to our federal tax system, Julie. So can you, when I say that our tax system is progressive, can you explain what that means? Yeah, so we have a progressive tax system. Our tax brackets go from 10 to currently 37%. Um, and what that means is that depending on how much money you make, you're going to get taxed at a certain bracket, right? So every dollar up until X amount gets taxed at 10%, and then the amount above that uh, gets taxed at an at the higher bracket. So sometimes I, you, you've probably heard someone say, oh, well, I don't want to make more money because then I'm gonna have to pay more in taxes. And that's simply not true just because every, every additional dollar might be taxed at a higher rate, but that doesn't all of a sudden make all of your dollars taxed at that higher rate. Um, and the brackets themselves, depending on how you file, so whether that's singled, married filing jointly, head of household, married filing separately. So the thresholds are different for all four of those categories. Great. So, I mean, that is confusing. We run into that all the time where people are just think, oh, I don't want to go into that next bracket. And they, and they, they get that rather they confuse themselves on that. So when we say something like effective tax rate, can you, can you say, well, what does that mean? If, because I, people, I think, you know, use that terminology, they say, oh, your effective rate is this, but you hit this particular higher tax bracket. So could you explain the differences between those two terminologies so, so people can get it? Yeah, so when we talk about um, effective tax rate, right, there's a lot of different pieces that go into how much tax you're going to pay. There's your deduction. So it, are you using standard deduction? Are you itemizing? Are there any adjustments to your AGI? Um, so usually it's looking at what's your total tax divided by what is your uh, total income. That's your effective tax rate. So you might be in a 37% bracket, but your effective rate might be lower than that. And that would be a very normal thing. Yeah. So if just to make that easy, if I had a hundred thousand dollar income and let's just say I paid uh, $17,000 in total tax, then my effective rate would be 17%. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Even though your tax bracket, the, the top bracket that you may have hit was higher than that 17. It, some, yeah, it, it, it's so common that Sometimes you go into another tax bracket and all of a sudden you feel like all of your money is being taxed at, at that highest rate, which that is not the case. And so sometimes we have to remind uh, people of that. Um, so that's a good baseline just to give everyone a reminder as to how the tax system works. And now we can kind of draw some comparisons as to, well, what is potentially going to change with some of the new uh, bills are being put into place and being talked about. And, you know, there is no timeline here. We don't know when this stuff is going to get passed, but it's it's out there and it's making people nervous. So we thought we should address it and put it into some perspective. So I think we can start with um, the, 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 the tax rate increase from, a, from an individual tax perspective. Can you talk about that? What is it right now as far as what the highest is and what are they talking about taking it to? Sure. Well, and, and I think when it comes to taxes, especially change can be really scary, right? Um, and uh, my firm is based outside of DC. So every couple of years, we just kind of see the pendulum swing of, uh, of politics and, and ultimately change is inevitable. Um, so officially, as of today, as of recording today, there's not a whole lot of tax changes for this year. There's a handful of changes that came through in the American Rescue Plan that was enacted in March, and that affected mostly the child tax credit, earned income credit, um, and there are some uh, premium reductions for ACA health insurance, right? So, so there were a handful of things there, but not a whole lot that affects uh, tax rates. So what we're looking at right now is currently, as I mentioned, the, the tax brackets are between 10 and 37%. 
Um, it looks like the 37% tax bracket will be going away and we'll get a new tax bracket around 39.6, or at least that's what's kind of been been floated. So again, nothing is official here, but that's that's what's being being discussed. Um, and so there would be a higher um, tax bracket if ultimately if you're in the um, higher income earner, so over five hundred thousand for married filing jointly couples. Um, and one thing that that the the Biden administration has said. Um, in their tax plan is, is that they don't want to increase tax on households making less than 400,000 per year. And everything that we're all we're seeing so far is indicative to that, that if you are somewhere in the zero to 400 K per year household, you're probably not going to see a whole lot of change. But if you're a high income earner, like a lot of my clients are, are business owners, then there probably will be some, some tax changes. Um, if you're over the 500,000 plus mark. Great. That, well, not great, but thank you for answering. <laughs> that great answer. Um, so now what about, uh, we've heard a lot of talk because what affects us in our world a lot is capital gains. Um, and we, and we know that a lot of people want to wait in their, uh, selling of something to get into the long-term capital gains because it's taxed at a more favorable rate. But what, what are you seeing there as far as the effect on capital gains? Yeah, well, and this is all very theoretical right now, but but in the current in the current system, you would pay on capital gains anywhere between zero and twenty three point eight percent. Um, and the twenty three point eight is uh, technically it's zero to twenty twenty three point eight if you have uh, net investment uh, tax income. So that would that's the current system. Um, what has been proposed, and again, we'll have to see if it happens, is that if you were uh, uh, earning over $1 million in gross income, and that's not super clear, is if it, is this AGI, is this taxable income, but that um, anything above the million dollar mark might get taxed in that highest task, tax bracket. So either a 37 or 39, 40, right? It kind of depends on which proposal you're looking at, but somewhere in that um in that range. So that would be a really large change for capital gains. So you're saying if it's below a million though, there's not really a proposed or at least a, like a, they're not talking about and uh, changing that for the, below that amount. Well, what is in the, um, uh, I believe it's the, either the American jobs plan or the American families plan did not include changes to capital gains for um, under, under a million dollars in uh, gross income per year. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Gotcha. So once again, it kind of comes back to the statement you made earlier of uh, the Biden administration saying, you know, we, we're, we're going to tax this potential tax change could, could, would affect a certain income level. So it applies to the long-term capital gains as well. So you know, sometimes in the media, the headlines, the things that we read, and you just, all you see is the headline, which is potential tax changes that are going to affect us negatively. But 
at the end of the day, we really have to think and see, you know, who's this going to affect. Um, and, and sometimes it, you know, it doesn't apply at all to a lot of people, uh, and then it'll apply to some others, but you know, it's all about understanding what has been written in there. Um, so another big one that I saw is a, a cost basis step up, uh, change potential. We always have to say potential because nothing potential. Yeah. yeah. Disclaimer, this is not official, <laughs> right? Like this is not law. Um, so all of these things, right. Even the million dollars per year, like, right. It's in, it's in the proposal, but could it change? in the Senate, in the House, it could change, right, along the way. So it might not exactly be this, but so cost basis right now, um, when there's an inheritance, um, I, I, I like to use an example for, for this because I think it's a, a little bit easier. So let's say, Mars, you've got, your parents bought a house in 1960, the house was $40,000. Mm -hmm. um, and unfortunately they pass away and they leave that house to you. The house is now worth $600,000. Um, as the system is right now, your cost basis is going to be what is the house worth on the day of their death? Assuming they die on, right? They die on the same day, right? Like just to keep, keep the situation simple. So that's now your cost basis. You own this house with a basis of 600,000. So if you turn around and sell it tomorrow and you get 600,000, you do not pay any taxes because you don't have um, any gain beyond, beyond your basis. Should you keep it for 10 years and the house appreciates, then you'll pay taxes on the difference between between your cost basis of 600 and whatever you sell it for in 10 years. So that's a really big advantage when an asset is passed along from generation to generation, um, you're inheriting uh, the cost basis of the, the day of death, which is can be a lot higher. Um, so if that, if that went away, um, there could be some significant tax there. Uh, what I've, everything I've seen has said, um, family farms will not, this will not apply to family farms, for example, that are passed along from generation to generation. Because what could happen ultimately is that you might have to sell an asset in order to pay the tax on that asset. If you were, um, uh, if you were taxed at the time of death, like there, there, there's various proposals out there. Um, and that, that could be one of the consequences. Yeah. I would say that that is a huge, um, inheritance planning type of type of vehicle, the step up in basis. I mean, we have some clients that have been holding on to the, the stock that they worked at this company. They got awarded a bunch of stock and they said, you know, at this point, my, if I was to sell all this, the gain is just way too high. And we, you know, it's made money, it's done great, but I just don't want to realize this gain. So I'm going to use this stock as an inheritance to the kids because they're going to get this step up in basis. And, you know, at the time of death, they'll get to really realize it for almost nothing from a, from a uh, tax perspective. So it's been a, it's a huge strategy for inheritance. And, it, you know, if that goes away, I could see a lot of people having issues with that one in particular. Um, and, and so, you know, once again, it's all up in the air. Um, or I've got a question for you, if that's okay. What are you hearing on, on uh the financial planning side, like, are you hearing, or do you think this has legs and this will happen? I mean, so, you know, we, we, uh, we try to do exactly what you're doing, which is to, you know, say, Hey, uh, if it happens, then we can always plan for the changes, but there's no reason for us to over plan, uh, today, if those changes were to take place. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we, we are hearing, if you want to say it, uh, that, that there's these things are probably going to change. Uh, there's probably going to be some changes. What they are, how they play out, have no idea. Obviously, just like nobody does until they actually get passed. And then 
once they do, then we can start planning and putting strategies in place to deal with it. But I would say, yes, we, our inclination is that we're definitely going to have some of these changes. Yeah, that's something that's going to happen. And, and, and at least uh, our, like on my team, our advice to our clients is don't make any uh, decisions right now without talking to your financial advisor, without all the information. Because just because you think this might be coming doesn't mean go gift your home to your children. Like that also has repercussions that can, that is possibly not a, a good idea. So um, there's not necessarily anything to do right now other than just wait and see in a lot of cases. Yeah, I, I agree with you hundred percent. That's exactly what we tell people when it comes to any one of the topics that we've talked about is there's no reason to do something now without knowing the rules. Once we know yeah. the rules, then we can start planning and we can start helping with that. But right yeah. now it's all speculation. And what if you go do a bunch of things and it, 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 was, it was not needed or what you did was actually worse than yeah. it just waited. So absolutely. So uh, one more quick one, when we talk about estate tax, uh, you know, that's a big one in our world is estate tax planning. And we work along with estate planning attorneys to help us plan for those issues. And obviously right now we have a very high um, uh, ability to be able to leave quite a chunk of money behind sure. having to get to the estate tax. But what are you hearing on that particular topic or what is your thoughts or, or I guess the, the way you see the rules playing out on that? Yeah, and and um, this certainly is a is a really important topic for high income earners, right? But uh, I kind of try to, to to bring it in perspective to our clients, where um, I think less last I read less than one percent of estates had to pay estate tax in twenty twenty. So it's not it's usually the the very wealthy, um, which are, are most likely the people working with you. Uh, but currently, there's an exclusion of eleven point six ish million. Uh, per person for estate tax. Uh, so that means for a couple over 23 million exclusion, that's a huge amount, right? So um, it, it almost doubled in 2017. Um, so it's about half of that before then. What, what what I'm seeing, or what was at least in the in some of the proposals was around like the $3.5 million mark. Um, and so that would mean for a married filing jointly couple uh, under seven, if they have under $7 million in assets when they die, not a whole lot of change. Um, but certainly if you were above that $7 million in assets, there's probably a, a significant change going there um, with the exclusion going down and the, probably the, the estate tax rate going up as well. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, so that is a pretty significant change. And I think that would put quite a few of our clients into a, a position of, well, we need to start restructuring some things or maybe having another conversation with the state planning attorneys um, to make sure everything is structured properly uh, to you know, work within the best way that we can within the new tax changes if this actually does go through. But once again, the, the, the moral of the story here is, yeah, there's some things out there, but we have to wait and see. And after we know that something is written down in stone, um, then we can start to make adjustments uh, and adjust the plan accordingly. Now, I'll just leave this one open-ended. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you see as important, whether you're, when you're talking to your clients or, or just in the, in the general world of tax planning, what, is there anything else that we've left out? Yeah, well, so I, um, social security, I think is a big ticket item. Um, and, and I don't mean um, on, the, on the retirement side, but as far as uh, wealthy business owners, um, there is talk of social security 
uh, coming back over 400K, because right now you only pay uh, Social Security and Medicare on um, your, your uh, wage base, which is around the 140,000 per year mark. Um, and so again, like there, there's talk of no changes if you're under, under 400,000, but that social security might come back after the 400K mark. Um, and so that could create a lot of planning opportunities from a business perspective, but create a, a really significant expense uh, and uh, in, in significant additional tax there as well. Yeah. So I know that you uh, work with, in all essence, like you said, self-employed individuals or business owners. Um, but if you just had to kind of maybe give a tip or two, like what are some big things like, because we have a lot of, of our clients that are consultants or small business owners in that, from that perspective, like what, what's your big, I guess, tip or two that you'd say, Hey, make sure you do this. And you might want to do this, you know, before, before the end of the year so that you don't get tripped up. Are there any little things that you're kind of like constantly reminding your clients? Um, well, I always think if you, if, if someone has a business, you've got to have, uh, business books, there's just no other solution as far as I'm concerned. Um, and a couple of the reasons are this, like, if there are any changes, um, we had a client just last week come to us and say, Hey, I really think I've heard that this is going to be a better business entity for me. Um, but we're, we've been waiting for months on specific information. We don't have the right financial information to be able to actually say, yes, that's true. Or no, that's not based on your situation. Um, and so having the, 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 the right financial data at your fingertips is so, so, so valuable because if there are changes, you can go um, to your accountant, you could go to your financial planner and say, here's exactly where, what my situation is. What do we do with this? But if it's just a mess and you actually don't know, are you profitable? Are you not? Are we talking hundred K in profit? Are we talking 1.5 million in profit? Like if you don't have those numbers, it's really hard to be able to put pen to paper and put together a plan because we've don't, we don't have the right information. Right. Right. Yeah. So Julie, um, thank you very much for your thoughts, your tips, your advice, um, working with us through some potentials, a lot of hypotheticals in this podcast today. We wanted to just get some information out there for everyone that is listening. Um, so thanks again for your time. Uh, as people have listened, you know, uh, I, I know that we said this and you told us you have a, a pretty large team that works all over the country and you mainly work with people uh, business owners, as well as uh, therapists, uh, family practices, stuff like that. If, if they're listening and they said, hey, I'd like to have a conversation with Julie, how would they uh, go about doing that? Sure. You can head over to our website, greenoakaccounting.com. Um, and we have a uh, free consultation button on there. You can schedule a consultation with my team to see if we might be um, a good fit for working together. Well, thank you so much. It has uh, certainly been helpful and we appreciate your, uh, your time and your expertise. Thanks for having me. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, 
And now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you. 